Yeah. We're back, baby. Cynics and Saints podcast. We are back. Luke here, joined always by the Divine Master Dumpy. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yes, we are finally back, guys. Thank you, guys. I know you guys have been waiting for this. Looking forward to this longer than the election. <laughs> you know, you see all these tweets and Instagrams about the election, but it's really when's Cynics and Saints coming back? Well, guess what? We're back. We're back, We're baby. Back, guys. Don P, it's always good to see you. Good to see you too. How's everything been? Oh man, dude, it's been it's been a wild ride. It has yeah. been a wild ride, dude. This this election's got got everybody all stressed out too everybody's stressed out dude i i mean last last election i remember staying up till like two in the morning because they announced it yeah this one it was like dude they're not going to announce this thing no like what's what the heck is going on dude like oh my gosh i was i was getting stressed dude i was like you know what i can't watch anymore i'm going to bed dude i was feeling that exact way around like two or three in the afternoon when i saw stuff like starting to go down i'm like okay, this isn't good. Um, yeah. And I started reading up on like mental health wise, the more it's, it's weird, especially in the information, information age that the more, you know, the, the worse off you are like mental health wise. And I started realizing like, okay, let me just put on music. So I ended up listening to just a bunch of Jay Dilla after that. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But then once night started coming around, it, it's, escape like, it. it's like a train wreck. <laughs> Like you yeah. cannot help but like watch everything that's happening. You know you shouldn't look. You know it's not good for you. You shouldn't be yeah. stopping to slow down to watch it. But it's just like, it's it's like a black hole. It's just going to <sighs> absorb everything around it and just draw it in and not let go. So, um, yeah. That being said, I, I put up the good fight at two or three in the afternoon. About two or three in the morning, I was up uh, checking because it's just like, oh gosh, what's happening? It feels like the fate of the universe is hanging in the balance, which I know is a little dramatic, but. Dude, these are these are weird times. Weird. Yeah, weird times. it's it's weird, dude. I um, I have never been so disgusted with America. Why is that, <laughs> dude? This election was a crap show, dude. I don't care who you were going for. Mm-hmm. This thing was a freaking mess all the way around, dude. Just the way these things, the votes were being counted to this mail-in voting was a disaster. Um. Dude, it was just it was just a freaking mess, dude. It was a hot yeah. mess. You know, like the all the mainstream media, all the channels like not announcing stuff, then saying, Oh, never mind, we got it wrong. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Do we can how long has the how long has America been doing these elections? You know? It's oh my gosh, dude. I was, I was getting mad, dude. I was about to throw stuff at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was it, it's a weird time. I mean, from everything I heard that the mail-in ballots and everything went much better than most people were thinking because I know that they had some like riot cops in riot gear in downtown LA. There was a bunch of steel barriers outside like the various courthouses throughout state capitals. And the fact that there was, wasn't much, there was some a dust up about Jackie Lacey over in downtown. But outside of that, I hadn't heard much of anything. But I mean, dude, this is a, it's, it, the sad thing is a lot of this chaos could have been avoided, but because of the kind of chess match that politicians wanted to play, it made things, I think, in my opinion, humble opinion, um, it made it messier than what it needed to be. Specifically, oh, yeah. specifically when the post office started getting really strained and started getting yeah. a lot of cutbacks. So. 
only so much yeah i don't know i mean yeah that's i mean that's that's more of like a liberal perspective i guess because <laughs> the first thing i think is like well this all could have been avoided if we all just you went to the polls and just did voter ids you know everybody had yeah. their id you know and just do your freaking do it that way you know um so i don't know dude i think this thing is just it's dirty both sides all around Republicans, Democrat, this thing is freaking dirty. <laughs> Worse than 2016 when they knew the Russians were messing around. See, that's the thing too. It's like all of a sudden, like all these Democrats are like, oh, um, there's no voter fraud. But like mm -hmm. you guys, everybody spent like the past like freaking three years like trying to convince the world that there was Russian collusion, you know? If, mm -hmm. like, if there was something going on, it looks like there's something going on. At least, at least let us see what's going on. You know, if there is, I mean, there's videos of like people freaking burning ballots and freaking keeping them in their car and all this crazy stuff, dude, like crazy stuff. So I don't know how much of it's true because it's all social media, but yeah. at least give the American people that voted and did their due diligence, at least give us something to settle this with, dude, you know? Like, A quick game of 21, just whoever whoever puts it back dude you know what's funny is uh huh. we we saw charlie murphy <laughs> <laughs> one time he was doing stand-up and he's like yeah man he's like i have the, the best solution for all this and this was like back in like 2005 or something 2006 yeah he's like oh he's all what we need to do get these politicians together you pick your side they pick their side and the two guys just sword fight <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Charlie Murphy. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> the sword fight. <laughs> He's like, you know how much stuff they would get solved so they wouldn't have to sword fight? It's like there'd be no, <laughs> there'd be no problems. <laughs> yeah. It's so random. Just just get some swords and just finish it. Yeah. It's, it, was, it. it was funny, dude. But Charlie um, Murphy. Bless his heart. Yeah. I don't know how much how much of the like conspiracy theories and all that stuff you want to get into. Or yeah, if you right. want to just get straight into our what we talked about earlier, look, Cynics and Saints podcast, you guys can get all that drama, all that junk. You guys can get it anywhere else. Twitter, Facebook, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Everybody's posting. Everybody's talking about it. Just We're go on here. the internet. We're here to give you guys a hope. We know the plans we have for you guys to give you a hope <laughs> in the future. <laughs> well, that organ going on in the background you know it's like that's what we want to do i'm i mean dude i i think no i think november 3rd was mental health day too oh geez which is, which is kind of ironic it was either today or yesterday yeah I don't, I don't know if you want to fact check me on that one i don't know but, but if that's if it's anywhere near close it's just the irony of the whole thing yeah so um look don p and i we come from two different sides of the political spectrum here um, I, I'll tell you, dude, I think I've, I've gone this year, I probably got pushed way more conservative than I ever have before. Mm. Um, you know, um, I, I can never be a Republican because I'm a union guy. And <laughs> I don't like and I and I don't like endless wars. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm for the working man. But I'm dude. like a lot of this stuff, like I just see myself going a little more conservative, you know, when it comes to a lot of things. So, um, yeah. We're two different two different guys, but we still love each other. There you go. Don P, I don't tell you enough. I love you. <laughs> love you too, man. Okay. So um yeah, Don P. <laughs>
Yeah. Let's do this. Let's just cynics and saints, the divine master, Luke. We're just going to give you guys our our vision for America and our hope for the next couple years to come. Whoever the president is, whoever holds the Senate, what are we hoping for, Dumpy? Peace, man. Peace all over the place. Red, blue, green, yellow, um, whatever other independent colors are out there from among the different tribes, um, whatever political affiliation. But the big thing that we're wanting to see is people being able to flourish, being able to thrive, being able to have food on their table, to be able to get to put food on the table, um, people not having to worry about the crime outside their doors, drug dealers down the street. Um, again, kids to grow up safe, to get good educations. Um, and what do some of those specifics mean? That That's where the nitty gritty, the, uh, the nitty gritty kind of happens. But I know at least as far as our collective vision of what we want to see for everybody. Um, again, it's for the same thing you want and the same thing if you're you listening right now. Um, Malcolm X had this quote, which a little sound funny considering what the conversation is, but once you'll hear, they get to the end of it, you'll see what I'm saying. So he was asked in an interview about what is it that he wanted? What, what does, and he was, and Malcolm X was asked this by a white guy, what does the Negro want? And then Malcolm X tells him, well, what is it that you want? And then he's like, I want what you want. We want to have good schools. We want to have safe neighborhoods. We want to have good paying jobs. We want to have access to healthcare, good healthcare. And so the kind of vision that we want to see, not just for ourselves, but for all people is this kind of thing that what it is that you're wanting is what we're wanting at the same time. It's that we don't want to see lives destroyed um, because again, because of drugs and crime in the street. What we're not wanting to see is, um, is for families to have to suffer because of crooked, dirty politicians and economics that are happening that are taking over and leaving people disadvantaged and hungry, especially kids. And so again, it's those kinds of things that with the vision that we have and, and share that, that that's, that's what we want is for, um, again, for families to be safe and healthy, to people to, to live in peace and not have to worry about because of the various backgrounds that they may have or the views that they may have that they're gonna be ostracized, persecuted, or killed for that matter. And so again, at least I know for me, that's what I'm wanting to see. And behind every argument, behind every difference, that, that that's what I'm trying to get at, what we're trying to get at. And so, um, yeah, I'd love to hear, hear your, your thoughts on what you have to say. Oh, Dumpy, I had a dream. Dumpy. What was that dream? I had a dream, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> a quick uh, little, um, public service announcement. If you guys hear any noise, it's because we're in our house. So I know I, I can hear the kids running around and stuff in my house. So um, dogs barking. You guys hear anything? It's Zoom. It's quarantine. There you go. It's the sound I'm, at the, of a... I'm at the White House. What do you want me to do? <laughs> the sounds of quarantine. Um, no, I just, I, I've always grown up a certain way. Like I grew up always believing that I've always been taught like, look, America is a land of opportunity. You know, this is a great place to live. It's a, it's where people come from all over to share this American dream. There it is. Um, you know, as long as you work hard, you can, you can make it. You know, it's. I, I've been watching a lot of um, Shark Tank. Mm. Lo I love Shark Tank, dude. 
It's like yeah. <laughs> I have so many inventions, and like I see <laughs> one of them's gonna well, one of them's gonna come to flourishing one day, dude. But um, you know, it's it, it's always the same story, dude. It's always like somebody either coming from another country that worked hard and like you know like hustled and lived in their car for a while and were just like hustling store to store, selling their product, trying yeah. to get it going, or it was like somebody starting in their house and like you know, knitting sweaters in their house and then selling them. You know, it's always like this like crazy story of just like somebody like coming from nothing and working their butts off to get to where they are, you know, and they finally yeah. get to get to stand in front of Mark Cuban or the FUBU guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, dude, I just, I just, I really believe that, you know, I obviously there's like people that are like, just, they need help, obviously, like, you know, I get that. Um, but at the same time, like, I just wish, I just hope that people remember that, like, there's a lot to say about personal responsibility, you know? Um, I think somewhere along the way, we kind of lost sight of that, dude. And I was talking to Lauren and she was asking me, like, she's like, what do you think is going on? Like, with like, all this stuff that I was like, well, I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, I feel like liberty and freedom is no longer like a value. And I think people would mm. rather be taken care of and give up some of their rights. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. so easy for us to just be like, oh yeah, but that's what the government says and we're gonna get a check, sure, I'll do it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so much easier when we really think about like, dude, we're, we're, we're free people. Like, even as bad as this election was, the fact that we were able to go and vote for who we wanted to be president says a lot about this country. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this last election, I don't know so much about what it says, but you know, this, we have liberty, dude. Like the forefathers, we have a liberty bell. We have a statue of liberty. This, yeah. this is, you know, this is what it's all about. It's, you can make it, dude. You just have to, people don't want to work hard anymore. I feel like people don't want to work hard anymore. Hmm. I don't know if it's like, because of like the tech, the tech age we live in, you know, where everything's just easier. Or yeah. I don't know what it is, dude, but I just feel like a lot of people would rather just be taken care of by the government than actually like go out and get it. You know, that's what they say on Shark Tank all the time. You either grind or you get grinded up. Oh, you know, it's like sometimes you got to work hard. Sometimes you got to hustle to get to where you want to be, you know. And yeah. I mean, if there could be some help, if anything, dude, I'll say this because everybody talks about, well, like you don't understand the homeless people you don't understand all these people that are starving and single moms need help i'll say i'm gonna say it i hope there's a bunch of pastors listening i hope there's a bunch of church people <laughs> listening american church has failed america's church has failed i'll say that right now that's what i want to see the most is i want to see the american church step your game up yeah So, I mean, honestly, dude, that's what it comes down to. It's like, I, because that, dude, when it comes down to it, that's like the small government guy in me. It's like the government is not your savior, dude. The government should never be your savior. We should have, if, imagine if every Christian, I think, you know, I heard, I think it was the Jews back in like um, when they were all coming over here from the war. Mm -hmm. Every Jew in the synagogue had to adopt a family that came from overseas and they had to take care of them until they got on their feet. Mm -hmm. 
Um, dude, imagine if like every imagine if every Christian did that. Just. <laughs> but but that's the thing though is that that kind of thinking is counterintuitive to American capitalism, where you make it on your own. You again you you claw your way to the top. What I get is what I earn, and that's for me to eat. Um, you go out there and you you earn it yourself. And so yeah. to have to share and to support what I have, that's again that's leaning more towards what I'm wanting to see. Um, yeah. Again, which that some people would say it's communist socialist. I say that's the heart of generosity. Um, and what I'm not going to push it on Americans to be forced into something that they're not held against, but specifically as far as it goes, my, my discipleship, my being a Christian extends much farther than does my citizenship and my loyalty to America. And that's just a part of being a disciple of Jesus. And that as for me to be a disciple of Jesus, my relationship with what I have extends far beyond just I make what I have and I get to eat what I have and I do whatever I want with what I have. And I take care of me first. When the gospel again tells me and compels me to be able to live into something that goes far beyond than just what am I gonna do for myself? Um, Cause yeah, there's a whole lot of passages in scripture especially coming out of Luke and Acts about how generosity is meant to be the way that God extends his grace and his provision for his people. But Ananias yeah. and Sapphira, why do they get killed? Cause they get greedy. There you go. This is this is the slogan I I live by, Donkey. I don't know if you can see it. Let me see if I can get that there. Send it, listen to Cynics and Saints. No, hold on. Uh, I can't get it on there, dude. Wait, hold on. Yeah. This girl won't stop. <laughs> 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 won't stop what? No, but I I mean I don't I don't know if. Like I said, I don't think communism and socialism is the answer because that's giving way too much power to some people up top. But I will say this, dude, I grew up with parents. We, dude, there were six of us living in a one bedroom for years. Mm -hmm. Then we, we graduated to a two bedroom apartment about probably like maybe like 750 square feet. I don't know, dude, it was freaking tiny. Mm -hmm. But dude, we always had somebody sleeping on our couch. Mm -hmm. My parents always took people in. We had nothing, dude. It was six of us, four kids, parents, always somebody living with us. My parents always were feeding people, dude. They had yeah. barely, barely making it by, dude. But anybody was, you were welcome to come. I was welcome. I was there. Yeah. I was there eating spaghetti with spam. Yeah, I mean, even before like we met you, like when from mm -hmm. like the time I was a kid, dude. Like there was always somebody there. Like my parents would take, but they didn't have much, dude. But they, what they had, they'd give you. Yeah. It was if it was just a couple nights on the couch, if it was just a hot meal at night that you needed. Mm -hmm. You know, my parents they always taught us that, like, you know, you do what you can for somebody. You take care of people around you because that's what Jesus wants us to do. You know, we're yeah. all brothers and sisters. You know, so um, that was that was something I've always learned, dude. And I feel like for some reason, <laughs> a lot of people didn't get that same lesson. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I think people are just so comfortable nowadays, like just, you know, just being home, being in their phone, going to church on Sunday, and that's it. You know, yeah. we've kind of, we've kind of just said, you know what? Well, fine. We'll we'll just do. Let's let the government take care of all that stuff. You know, there's programs, yeah. but it's like, no, dude, you guys are. You should be the program. The church yeah. is the program. You know, so yeah. Well, that's the problem with consumer Christianity, where the church is just a product for you to consume, and whatever the church has to offer you, 
Just take it, take it, take it, take it. You become yeah. dependent on the church and guess, uh, guess what is the system that you're actually trying to rail against? The same thing you're trying to fight against the government. That's the thing that's happening in church virtually, virtually every single week across so many churches where you have what the church can do to extend a product to its individuals in order to maximize or to bring in more resources. So again, it's weird. It's a weird yeah, thing, so, but so it makes sense. Yeah, so pretty much <laughs> if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, it's the church's fault you're in this political situation. Yeah, and that, and just, uh, I'm not going to go too far into a rant, but the church hasn't done a great job to help us talk through politics in a civil civil way. Um, mostly because of the church is thinking that uh, this is church, we don't talk about politics. Well, guess what? CNN's going to talk about politics. Fox News is going to talk about politics. Breitbart's going to talk about politics. Everybody else is going to talk about politics except for church. So we actually have no idea how to do it other than in these belligerent and useless ways that get us virtually nowhere and only polarize us all the more. Um, and so again, that being said, so much of it comes down to a failure of discipleship and formation on our part. But what yeah. better grounds, fertile ground do we have right now than to rebuild something new from the ashes of what we've seen? So it's time for us to rise up as the new chosen people. There you go. Band together. You're only going to hear this on Cynics and Saints. Only on Cynics and Saints as we so say you, this over patriotic music. So you need to, you need to <laughs> tell a friend. Okay, tell a friend. Tell somebody you know. Listen to Cynics and Saints podcast. They got something going there. Because, dude, that was that was always my thing, dude. This whole COVID thing started, and I seen all these churches, like, closing. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't happy about it. But? <laughs> but I, I, was, I was just like, this is a good opportunity for people to rethink church. You know, like, yeah. we can start. Everybody's so focused on the building. Like, oh, I can't go to church on Sunday. You know, like, yeah. it's like, dude, no. Like, you can have church still. You know, we were having church... I, I don't know if I can say this because Gavin Newsom might come and knock the door down. No, he's all uh, right. Dude, we were having church here at the house with a bunch of family members, dude. Everybody was coming over, reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd have breakfast in the morning with everybody, cook a big meal. Yeah. Big Steve's out there working the, working the grill. Yeah, dude. And then we just sit around and we talk about the Bible. Go, we were going through the book of John. Um, you know, dude, that's church right there, dude. People that have never had even gone to church before i've never stepped foot in a church came to the house and we're learning about jesus there you go and it took it took covid it took the government shutting down all the churches except for john MacArthur's. yeah there's, there's a few churches up north in the bay area still fighting the power yeah you may take our lives but you can never take our fresca <laughs> yeah you'll never take our pews <laughs> But um, dude, yeah, like that. I just saw that as such a good opportunity to, for people just to really rethink what ministry was, you know, what discipleship is, you know, mm-hmm. and for people just to get out there and, you know, stop just waiting for Sunday to, oh my gosh, dude, I don't know how many times we've talked about this topic. We, we've been we've been at this for like two years. When you were telling everybody to go outside and worship at a park, dude right and now yeah, you don't you have a choice <laughs> that's now everybody's going to the park yeah i started covid just for this outside. reason there you go you're the one that sat there in the lab in the ups yeah. warehouse yeah i think i think that that's something we've always talked about is how the church the american church has just become so complacent and so comfortable just being just being in america being able to 
just be comfortable, you know, and we, yeah. we've lost, we've lost sight of what Christianity is. We've lost sight of what it is to be a brother and a sister, you know, and mm-hmm. we've lost sight of what it means to be an American. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's part of what the part of what's kind of on the order when you do become a follower of Jesus, especially in America, is that you live under what's considered the protections of religious freedoms without actually having to sacrifice anything. And research has shown that uh, religions that demand the least have the least amount of loyalty or commitment. Yeah, Yeah. you don't know who the real Christians are until they take that freedom away from you, homie. Are you ready ready to die for this? Yeah, we're seeing who the real ones are. There's casualties in this game, homie. (laughs) Straight up. Yeah. It's, uh, you, yeah. Are you ride or die? <laughs> COVID's here to set everybody straight. I'm here to stand you straight. <laughs> like a prison guard. Yeah, so I don't know, dude. I, I just hope for... I hope, as far as the American government goes, dude, I hope that we can come to some kind of understanding. I personally don't see it with Kamala Heretic there. <laughs> I always tell people, oh, you're not you're, you're not voting for Joe Biden, you're voting for Kamala Heretic. Why is that? I give I give Joe Biden nine months in office before he calls it quits. Why? He's too old. Seventy nine years old, bro. He can't handle it. No. I honestly think this whole thing was just a big. I think he was just an empty suit. They knew there was a lot of Democrats that aren't down with this whole progressive movement that's going on with Kamala Harris and her crew. So they got Joe Biden up there to say, "Look, we're still the old school Democrats that you guys love." Then he's gonna come yeah. nine months. I, I'll give him. I'll give him seven months. Yeah, you I, heard this, it. You heard it here first, November fourth. <laughs> seven, seven months. Wait, this is this is on a side. But what do you, real quick, if you can answer in like a minute, what do you do with Kamala Harris essentially being a part of law enforcement and having the background against uh, being tough on crime and being more conservative in that regard? Ah, uh, dude, I she's, think she's, she's not that progressive. Uh, well, in certain, uh, in certain, uh, at least in certain regards, like I said, when it comes to as the, the only thing I know about her law and order stuff is that she was one of the people there when the whole three strikes thing started, she was putting a lot of people in jail. I got yep. an uncle, I got an uncle that suffered from the three strikes law. It was crazy. Uncle so, Joe. Yeah. Well, I wasn't yeah. gonna say his name, but <laughs> there you go. No. <laughs> but yeah, dude, she, time. she. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm trying to trying to stay not so combative, but yeah, I don't, I don't think she really cares about her community as much as she says she does. I think she's just, I think she, her and like everybody else, they're just professional politicians. You know, they're just, they're a lot of uh, selling a lot of wolf tickets, man. Yeah. Well, the only reason yeah. I bring it up is because if she, I think if she were as progressive as people are making her out to be, then I think that she would have had a lot more radical policies that be on, that would have been on display than has been already. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people in her camp that see her with a cautious eye about, again, how progressive she actually is given her track record already, because she, she's essentially a cop. It's just that yeah. she happened to be a lawyer as well yeah she was a prosecutor yeah. and she she didn't she made a lot of dirty deals um you guys yeah. can look them up if you want 
yeah. I don't know what, I don't want to get into too much of a uh, that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I get far in the weeds, but yeah, that's it's just yeah. So that's why I bring it yeah. up. It's just because I I'm saw that, I saw that last video. She I saw that last communist cartoon she made. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I say I'm not completely sold out that she's the next yeah. the next wave of socialism to yeah. overtake well, she, the country. She she admitted to be she wants to be the most progressive politician that this world has ever well America has ever seen. Yeah, and people freak out thinking that she's just going to turn us into a bunch of commies when, yeah, what they're pushing for isn't socialism as demonstrated in past regimes to a T. And I think that's the problem is that everybody keeps thinking it's apples to apples when I don't think it's necessarily the case. Yeah, I mean, I've told you like in text messages, like unless I hear like a better argument for it, dude, I I can't take that right. <laughs> survival survival that's <laughs> man there you go 90s throwbacks i can't take that right guys sorry no nope. you know i i honestly believe just hard work dedication yeah grind guys yeah also grind. as we're speaking yeah also as we're speaking about americans uh shout out to rance allen lord rest <laughs> his soul did he die yeah man he passed oh, away this dude. week i didn't know that dude. yeah great americans in the history of of america and as we'll, we'll talk about music in a little bit but yeah rest Dude, in peace Vince allen probably one of my top top five favorite gospel singers of all time dude yeah can't keep no good jam low he might be he might be up there like in my number Ooh, i don't know yeah i might give away on halloween i might give him number one dude <laughs> i buy it dude yeah i mean Nothing but jams over. Uh, you can put them over Ron Canoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put them over Ron Canoli. Yeah. Ron Canoli was like the Ben Carson of gospel. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Ben Carson. Love that guy. There you go. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, dude, Brent Allen was. Dude, he has like no music out though. I think he had like one album out. I could find out on Spotify and that was it. Yeah. Well, that's because he was he was always like in other people's songs. Yeah, he had like some like crazy like '70s album, and it wasn't really yeah. gospel. Um, but that was it. I couldn't find anything else on him. You just gotta find all his live stuff. There you where go. He just... What about it? There you go. Let's just give a minute to listen for Red Sound. Dang, dude. Yeah, just close your eyes right now. Just, just give a little sway. Is there anybody that made their voice sound as different in like a 10 second span than Rance Allen? Going from shouting to that like little like Dude, he was like a baritone, a tenor. <laughs> and starts squeaking, <laughs> get that like a soprano. It turned into soprano. He was everything, dude. Yeah. He was a one-man quartet. There you go. That's good stuff right there, guys. There you go. Something about the name Jesus. Hey, if any of you guys are stressed out right now, go look up that song. Um, I know it's on... Kirk Franklin's 
Yeah, you'll have to look something about the name something about the name Jesus. If not on yeah. YouTube, look it up on Spotify. It was on the Stomp album. Whatever album Stomp was on. Stomp. In the nine in the nineties. That's the New Nation, Kirk Franklin New Nation. Yeah. Or just type in Ransal and you'll find it. Yeah. Something about the name Jesus. That's how we get you going. Yeah. As my dad as my dad would say, that song will take you somewhere. Yeah. There you go, especially when they hit that bridge. But, you know, rest in peace, Rance Allen. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, since we're getting into the music, yeah, it's called the New Nation Project. That there album. you go. Um, we're going to do a new segment on here. So, yo, yo, yo. Been, I used to work with it. Oh, dude, we got to give a shout that. out. We got to give a shout out to our boy. Kanye, Kanye, yo, 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 yo. Unfortunately, the election didn't go your way, my guy. <laughs> but and um, people don't connect that. Nah, yeah. It happens. You know, dude, have you listened? Did you listen to his uh, Joe Rogan podcast interview he did? No. Last week? No, I didn't. Oh, man, dude. I would. That's my opinion. Yeah. It, I, would I, change, I... it changed the way I look at the guy. Why is that? I'll say this. Okay. Everybody mm. ready for this? Bomb dropper here do it on a creative standpoint alone the guy's a freaking genius i'm doing pretty good as far as geniuses go dude i i think you are bro i really do i, I mean <laughs> do, I, do i want to be president <laughs> no no but dude i i was i was listening to him and i don't know what this says about me but i was like dude i think the same way this guy does <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> when like i do think he everything he sees he like breaks down he's like well why does it work this way and why how can we do it different or better or you know he's always just always trying to like problem solve creative thinking dude he's opening his own gospel school what's that like a music school yeah it's going to be like a gospel some kind of gospel school dude he's opening it and like it's going to have this giant arena for like and what they have to do is like for like the worship service or whatever but it's like supposed to be this huge gospel school um he's opening up (laughs) he's opening up a temple (laughs) i care it's it's gonna be like a huge temple it's gonna have like everything's gonna be um they're gonna be able to grow everything there eat their own food run off of like their own energy like solar energy and stuff it's dude this guy's got a vision See, that's what I love about this guy is he's got a vision and he's going to go with it. Yeah, whether it's whether it's a good vision or a bad vision. He's just going to do it. He's going to do it. Take a you bite from you? that. Take a bite from that apple from that tree. That was good. Yeah, dude. So if there's anything that I, I do like about this guy is, yeah. dude, this guy, he's a visionary, dude. Like he really like he has a vision and he just he's going to see it through, like no matter what it takes. Thank you, you know? very you much. Respect that. Thank you very much. So, and dude, he's just the way he, his brain, like, oh man, I was like, dude, I kind of feel like Kanye sometimes now. It's just like church so, because uh, you go to a concert, you, you. Yeah, I guess yeah. he's got a point. Yeah. I mean, his doctrine's a little questionable, you know, but. I am humble in general. Well, that's what he's saying. His doctrine is still being humble, but. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say this, dude. He's walking yeah. the walk, bro. <laughs> he's already done a lot more than a lot of you Christians have done out there. So I care. Step your game up. I think you do. 
Thank you very much. I mean, maybe maybe less time running an election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but just passionate. I, I, I would I would encourage everybody if you got an extra uh, three hours to spare. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Check it out. <laughs> uh, three hours. So I have a right to talk about what I want. Yeah, you do, Kanye. But three hours. Come on, then. Yeah. So, but anyways, back to what we we're saying. We digress. Our new segment. Who bit it? Right. Who so, bit? Oh, no, no, no. It was called "Take a Bite Out of Rhyme." Take a bite out of rhyme. <laughs> so that's gonna be our new, our new, uh, our new segment we're doing here. Don P and I, we always gotta throw music in here because we love it so much. There you go. But I. <laughs> Take a bite out of rhyme, guys. So I used, to, I used to work with this guy, and we would always have. I was working in a warehouse packing stuff, and we always had music on. We always had Pandora on, and he used to tell me, "Dude, I can never listen to music around you." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you ruin it for me, dude." Because <laughs> I always find songs, and I'm like, "Dude, this song sounds exactly like this song." You know, like I was like, "Dude, these guys have to be biting songs or something, dude." So we're going to start doing that. I, I, I told Don, Don's a music expert. He almost majored in music, right? No, I did major in music. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I was a music major. Oh, well, there you go. See? <laughs> um, so he's, I've, I've uh, given him a list of songs, and we're going to listen to them and see if somebody took a bite out of rhyme. There you go. Well, we got a few songs here up on deck. Um, should we say who they're by or should we just kind of just let them play and then we'll talk about it after? Oh, uh, no, we can say who they're by because I think that's kind of important. Uh, important. Important. It's important. <laughs> it's, it's important for us to talk about. <laughs> this little point, guys. But, uh, no, uh, yeah. Look at, no, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you, we'll tell you guys afterwards who it is. Um, but we're going to play two songs back to back. And there's going to be elements, of course, it's not going to be like somebody's doing karaoke off the other song because that's just ridiculous and you're going to get sued like that. Um, but to notice some of the elements, the some of the flavors that are in the song that sound just like the other song um, that, again, makes it a bite. So, yeah. So here we go. It's our first contestant. Oh, you guys hear the little... Clavis in the back. Give it a minute right here. Bring the beat in right there. I come around and wake up slowly. I already know the deal. Let me skip over real quick. With the best of them in the morning sun. But every seed I plant poorly is gonna reap an empty field. What's real? All right. All, all right, you get the idea. We're going here. So hopefully, some of you guys already like have another song popped in your head. At least you should, because it's pretty. It's it's almost too obvious once you hear it. But here we go. Somebody told you wrong, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, seeing wow. ritualistic, cleansing my soul. Of <laughs> <addiction> <laughs> now, I'm far 
I don't know how much more that we can play before we get sued by Drake. No, nah, we'll, we'll see what happens. This is only 40 <laughs> seconds. So anyway, well, the first one, for those of you that may or may not know, was by Pigeon John. And the song, let me pull up the title for you here real quick. It's All the Roads by Pigeon John. And that song was released in 2014. Passion yeah. Fruit by Drake, 2017. Now, if yeah. I didn't know any better... That's what we call a bite. Somebody took a bite out of rhyme. Bite out of rhyme. Yeah, dude, I remember the first time I heard that song, I was driving with Lauren and she played it and I was just like, what the heck? I'm like, Lauren, that song, who is that? And she's like, oh, it's a Drake. I was like, no, that's, that's a Pigeon John song. Like, what the heck? Did you play the Pigeon John song? Yeah, I'm like, I, she I, she's like, oh my gosh, it's like the same song. It's crazy, dude. I mean, obviously, it's not like exact, but dude, that's like way too close to be something else, right? Way, way, way too close. Way yeah, too close. I, yeah, so I don't know. If, that was good. If that guy will ever admit it, if he was, I mean, yeah. at least say you were influenced by Pigeon John, dude. Pigeon, Pigeon yeah. John's been in the game for years. If anybody doesn't know who Pigeon John is, it's from he's from a la old school west coast guy super underground he's big in he's big in like a lot of especially like in japan he's big in other countries mm -hmm. um never really got was able to break into the mainstream but everybody knows who Pigeon john is like in the music mm -hmm. industry and in the underground industry. so i mean that song is just shout out to Pigeon john man yeah i like I that song I think the dogs are biting on that one. Just big bites. Just big bites. So, so that's our first song. If you guys uh, agree, let us know on Instagram what you guys or, think. Yeah, or if you guys got, or if you guys hear songs that you know, like, hey, this song sounds like this one, and just want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, send it to us. Drop it in the DMs. Give us the two songs that sound like, and we'll throw it up on the show. We'll make a mention of your name that. Um, Johnny from Whittier says that this song sounds like this song. What do you guys think? And we'll just, we'll keep it going because there's a lot of people out there that are biting songs, a lot of artists, creativity seems to be a shortage of that as we've come to find out from all these, uh, <laughs> from all the superhero movies that keep seemingly being remade over and over again. It's just, there's bite, enough bites to go around for everybody. So yeah, if you know a couple yeah. songs, send them to us. We'd be more than happy to compare and see what, yeah, who's biting this time. <laughs> So that's our take or bite out of rhyme segment for you guys. We got a lot. So yep. you guys, if you guys like to ruin songs for people like I do, <laughs> let us know. Because <laughs> I, I mean, do I hear them all day? I'm just like, dude, this song is from this or this yep. song sounds just like this. You know, it's just, there's too many. I mean, I get it, you know, creative minds think alike, but at some yeah. point there's, there's a, there's a fine line, you know, there's yeah. a fence. Yeah, we were talking about this before too, that it, it's one thing for it to be like 15, 20 years apart and have slight similarities. Key, if you pick the same key, it's probably gonna have some similarities. There's only so many things you can do, four yeah. or five chords. But 
when it's two or three, four years apart and it sounds the same and there's a lot of different things that start sounding like that's that's when it's, it starts becoming real bitey. So that's yeah. it's, it's just shade. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you could tell like well, Jake Drake probably just got lazy. Just, <laughs> uh, that's a good song. I'll just we'll just use that. We'll just. Use that yeah, there beat. you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, were we gonna, can we talk about that one song that I told you about that I hate? Uh, yeah. Do you want to? I'll use I'll use different language. I'm gonna use the same language. There you go. Yeah. All right. What song was it? So I heard this song. I I'm never allowed to touch the radio if Lauren or Kim or Kimmy are in the car. I just don't get to. Kimmy makes me put on 102.7. Oh. And it's torture, dude. I cannot stand the radio, dude. It is yeah. terrible. Um, and I heard this song, and I immediately almost pulled over, dude, because I was just like, the song's going to destroy me as a person, as a human being. <laughs> so the song is, I think it's called Kings and Queens. Um. And I just have to say this. I don't care if people hate me. If you like this song, <laughs> go smack yourself in the face in the mirror right now. Because <laughs> this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. And I, it's like in the Billboard like top 10. This is it? No, that's not it. Okay, I thought not because it was 30 seconds of Mars. And I was like, that can't be it. No, that's Remember not. Remember who the artist was? It was like, I think it's Ava. I got Ava. you right here. Then. Is it Ava? Yep. Oh my gosh. Why does it sound like like every 90s song? I'm a Bobby girl in a Bobby world. Imagination. My vision creation. That nasty song too, but. Dude, this is a things. horrible song, dude. This is, okay, I'm going to get real controversial right now, Donkey. Do it. These songs are what what is taking the women's movement backwards. How so? Because how can you, how can anybody respect a group of people that like this song? <laughs> What's the, what, do you remember what the lyrics were, the songs were? No, I don't know what the lyrics were, but I'm just saying, dude, like, who, who are the only people bumping this in their car? It's not middle-aged males. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you, come on, girls. You guys got to give yourselves a little more credit than this. This is not a good song. And this is like in the top something. I don't know what it is. Uh, the lyrics are empowering. It's just, I think what might throw you off more is just the music. And again, it sounds... I think it's just the sound of it for you that yeah that's what i'm talking about dude because i always tell Lauren like when i'm driving i'm like can we listen to some music that i have to think about <laughs> there's just too much music out there that like yeah, people aren't thinking it's like it's just like dumb people music mm. no offense to anybody out there yeah, no, you, actually, that's... offense. Offense to people. <laughs> lots of offense. You know what? Lots of offense. I'm offended by this uh, song. Get offended enough to change. 
dude, like, come on, like, how much more powerful those were the, will those words be if you like you put it behind like some good music? Yeah. You know, you, come on, girls, you guys got to give yourselves more credit than that. You're setting your movement back ten years with that song. Eric Abadu <laughs> can only do so much heavy lifting. Oh, <laughs> Mary J. Blige can only dude. do so much. <laughs> <laughs> Aretha Franklin is not happy right now. Dude, I just I just feel like there's so much good music out there and this is what they're feeding to our young people. It's terrible, dude. You know, like Yeah. Oh man, dude. Yeah. That's what it, gets Huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's, and it's hard to see what's what's the source of it because there is so much good music out there. But somehow the most popular thing i guess mcdonald's is always going to be keen it doesn't matter how much great like mom and pop stores there are out there how many mom and pop restaurants out there that hand cook everything it's all um, money big money yeah i guess mcdonald's is just always going to be a hit and I, I mean again to me that's just kind of what it is so much of pop music it's just it's the easy stuff the yeah, stuff that those... we know the comfortable stuff the predictable stuff um the stuff that yeah you put on in the back it's funny that you heard on the radio the stuff you just put on the background you don't really pay attention to it's it's music yeah. that doesn't demand attention um which dude, i heard this song but... i'm about to get like i'm gonna sound like adam corolla right now but I, dude, i heard this song in the market dude <laughs> which one abercrombie and fitch no ralph's it's like dude i have to shop listening to this crap <laughs> <laughs> i'm over oh, yeah. here trying to freaking pick out some asparagus and I got these freaking girls bumping this crazy dude. It, it really is. It's like fast food for your brain. Yeah, that's exactly. It really is, it is, dude. It's junk. So basically, yeah. Kanye, come on, bro. You guys got to start. I don't know. It's like, I don't know, dude. I just, ugh, ugh. Yeah. That's what I think they should have done for the polling thing, dude. What they should have stopped everybody at the in the polling line, the election line to pull up your Spotify right now. If they have this song in their playlist, sorry, you can't vote. Straight up. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. That's yeah. exactly Tell what they Joe. are. That's exactly what they are. Tell them, Joe. <laughs> it's, it's, oh man, I just, I'm, I'm like trying to tra tell Akemi, like there's so much good music out there that you can listen to. You yeah. don't have to listen to 102.7. Yeah. You don't. It, yeah. it's the worst thing in the world dude it's terrible these people there's so much good music out there cynics and saints podcast we try to introduce you guys to good music we really do because mm -hmm. if i have the future is being poisoned our kids our children the future my kids brains are being destroyed by terrible music please get yeah. out there start posting if you're an artist start posting your stuff send it to us we'll play it if it's good oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll bump it yeah thank you good jam low i can't take this anymore i can't do it anymore dude this is the music they're listening to this is what young girls are growing up singing and i mean i get it girls they like to have fun they like to jump around and dance with each other and giggle and have pillow fights and all this stuff mm -hmm. whatever they're doing but come on we got to introduce them to some some good stuff, some culture. Like, you know, and I'm not they, coming on, no. Do you want me to do music? Do you? Well, maybe, Kanye. Maybe we need some parents, new stuff. If you're playing this for your kid, I am telling you right now, 
next election, I'm putting a proposition that this is child abuse. Thank you very much. Child, you're welcome. It's going to be child abuse. We shouldn't have to put up with this, parents. Come on. Wake up. Let's go. That was good. Somebody, I know I'm not the only one. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, dude. Like I'm in the yeah. car. This And it's always the same. Heavy rotation is everybody knows about heavy, heavy rotation. They've been doing this for years. They play the same songs over and over. That's what they do. The record labels only want you to hear certain songs. They pay the radio stations to play these certain songs, for certain artists. That's the way it works. But dude, there's way too much good music. There's way too many outlets out there for us to be able to listen to good music. Yeah. Forget, forget, forget healthcare. Forget universal healthcare. Forget the homeless. <laughs> you gotta clean up these radio stations. We got these radio stations, guys. <laughs> we, America, we got bigger problems. We got Ariana Grande out there making some oh, crappy geez. music. Making some oh, really geez. crappy music. Dude. When Ariana Grande is winning Grammys, that's how you know it's bad. Okay. You need to stop. Yes. You, you know. need to send Kanye to every award show to interrupt everybody's. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you need to stop. <laughs> see Kanye maybe he didn't go about it the right way but he had the right idea with Taylor Swift yeah yeah maybe he could have done it a different way I don't know he didn't need to get up there embarrass the poor girl like that but what I do I understand what he's saying bro yeah and I don't even like Beyonce <laughs> I think Beyonce is one of the most overrated artists in American history <laughs> I, I'm really happy for you I'm like yeah, you heard it here first, America. <laughs> Lamone 2024. <laughs> Joe Biden's out in seven months and Beyonce's not that good. I just wonder I'll, sometimes. I'll, like, I'll give him nine months. Yeah. I'll give him nine months, guys. <laughs> nine months to a year, and then he's out of there. You heard it oh, here man. first, guys. Uh, I can only be wrong, right? <laughs> so basically... But... I'll say this, dude. I did predict yeah. this election. Yeah. I, I told uh, one of Lauren's friends mm-hmm. yesterday, like at probably like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. She's like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, well, Trump's going to be winning and somehow the Democrats are going to pull it off. There's going to be, I yeah. told her, there's going to be some, some weird stuff that happens and then the Democrats are going to pull it off. Yeah. Well, I mean, without, I, without going too deep in the weeds, it was because of the late voting. Um, that especially in Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, and Wisconsin, there was a hold on early mail-in ballots of not yeah, counting see, them, which is how, on their how are they? It's weird that those states were so unorganized. Like, look at Florida, dude. Florida had late voting. They had one of the biggest voter turnouts in history. Yeah. And somehow they were able to push out well, all their counts super fast. So Florida was allowed to count their votes early which is, again, one of the issues is that there was Republicans that were holding them up in those three states. And so, again, Michigan wasn't able to start till Monday. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania started yesterday. So that's, again, another wrinkle to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And that's, crazy, dude. that's why you saw within some places like Texas was overwhelmingly blue and then it ended up turning red because of the, again, Florida was the same thing that these states that were allowed um, to have early mail-in voting that end up, tur- they start out blue, turn red. The states yeah. that were end up red turn out blue because, again, the way that, uh, the system was trying to get rigged against. Uh, yeah. It's because uh, all the Biden, it's all the so. all the Republicans are too busy working all day. And no, to go well, they're, they're politicians. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure they're doing much either. 
<laughs> All the Democrats are too busy freaking protesting. Yeah, Republicans <laughs> don't have school. Well, well, Republicans are trying to trying to figure out how to get Amy Barrett uh, through those. So. Oh man, dude, I thought you would be down with that girl. She's like, you love Catholics. Uh, the thing is, the lack of experience of what it comes down to, and the fact that she was so she didn't give one straight answer to anything. Well, she got a lot of stupid questions, and I, I well, watched the dude. I, I will tell you this, America, Cynics and Saints fans. Whenever there's anything like that on C-SPAN, I actually watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I have insomnia. I will stay up and I will watch the whole hearing. I don't watch just sound bites and clips or whatever people are posting online or on CNN. I actually sit there and watch the whole damn thing. And mm-hmm. they were giving her some really stupid questions. And I don't know. I, I like her. I yeah. think she's... she's uh, I don't know. I don't know if experience is even how much experience can you get being a judge for a certain amount of time, moving your way up through the the court system. I would think. Well, that's what she did. Yeah, but yeah. no, she was a um, a district judge for only a few years. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I understand why Democrats are pissed because like they made Obama wait when he tried to pull that crap off. But I don't know. Much don't earlier she... in his presidency, too. Yeah, I don't think she's a bad choice. I think the answers she gave were pretty good. Um, it was the non-answers. It was like, hey, what's your position on pro-life? And he's just like, well, I'm going to go ahead and go straight through the law and interpret it the way that it is written. That's a good answer. What else do you want her to say? What, is your, what is your position? Give us your position of what. It's like, well, uh, tell me what posi- you believe about do- the Bible. Well, I believe what the Bible says. Well, do they want her position as a judge or do they want her position as a person? Is there a difference? Well, yeah, because, dude, there, if I was a judge, say I had a murder case, I'd yeah. be like, dude, I'm going to fry this fool. Yeah. But sometimes you got to go by the book. Sometimes these guys get off, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I see. And that's what I think that's where the rub is at is how much personal conviction either informs a person's jurisdiction and the decisions that they make or doesn't inform it and just. Yeah, yeah. I, again, it goes back to experience. We haven't seen enough of it to see one I way think, or the other. Yeah, I think that's why there's such a rigorous uh, uh, way of going about picking judges because you have to be able to mm-hmm. not put your personal feelings involved in any decision you make. You have to go yeah. by the book, you know? Yeah, you got I'd it. Never, I'd never be able to be a judge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Get this one out of here. Like, nah, homie. Be going down. <laughs> it was a stick of gum. Twelve years. Twelve years. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude. I don't know. We can. Uh, yeah. yeah, we we need to start doing like live uh, videos of those things, like when they oh. have them, like viewing viewing parties. Viewing parties. <laughs> you know, Come here, just, this congressional hearing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm telling you, I sit there and I watch them, dude. I, that was I good. Sleep. I don't. I don't sleep. I don't go to bed till like four in the morning. Yeah, two in the so, morning, three in the morning, viewing yeah. party on C-SPAN. If anybody's down with me, I'll do it with you guys. <laughs> I'm a robot. You, you cannot offend a robot. Or oh, even man. just watch it the day after because they have, they leave it on YouTube. Like you can yeah. just watch it. You know, I've, I've sat there and watched a lot of hearings, not just yeah. that one, on a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I just, that's, 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 that's the way I am. I, I don't believe 
anything any mainstream media news outlet says. I think they're yeah. all for Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Everybody's got an agenda. They're all getting paid by some kind of political party, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. They already have their talking points sent to them in the mornings. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta really research yourself. Yeah, that's what I do. There you go. And speaking of news, we got some news that just happened. Um, I think within a, the past couple of weeks, we've got something flying around in the air. It's it's something that's new. We remember, if you guys remember a few months back, we had murder hornets that were running around that they were kind of the new wave of the next horrendous experience ushering into 2020. But because it's 2020, there's something that's uh, upon us now that Luke uh, has some thoughts on on a new segment that we have called uh, Clear Your Mind. And at this oh my where, gosh, uh, yeah, we take a topic and just you get a few minutes just to clear your mind on whatever is uh, weighing it down. And so Luke, if you wanna go ahead and go ahead and let us know what you wanna clear your mind about. All right, guys. So I know America's going through a tough time right now. You know, we got these elections that nobody knows what's gonna happen. You know, if you're a Trump supporter, you think Biden's gonna win. If you're a Biden supporter, you think Trump's gonna somehow find a way to take it to court and win. We got riots in the streets. We got businesses failing. We got people getting sick. We got a pan global pandemic on our hands. We got terrorists in France, guys. Oh, dude, that was bad. Yeah, we got homeless people everywhere. Yeah. We got people starving on the streets, people on unemployment. But we got a really big problem, you guys. A huge problem, bigger than anything we've ever seen. You know, we're talking about saving the planet, saving the whale, saving the ocean. But we need to save my ankles, Dumpy. <laughs> I don't know when this started, Dumpy, but we have we have terrorists coming from the the Far East, Dumpy. Terrorists flying in, invading this God-loving country. God's chosen nation. Taking out God's people. Taking out our mosquitoes. We got a oh. new strain of freaking mosquitoes, Dompy. I can't even go outside to throw the damn trash without coming back. <laughs> without my legs. Without my legs getting hit like eight times by a mosquito. Okay? Bug repellent doesn't work on these things. Nothing's working. None of that stuff with that, uh, what's that bugger pond that has the... Uh, Deet? Deet. That stuff's not working. Lavender? Nothing. Uh, what's the other one? Citronella? Nothing works on these mosquitoes. They just keep coming. They're multiplying and they're after us. We can't even, I can't even hang out and eat dinner outside, dog. <laughs> you can't enjoy the patio? I'm trying okay. to, I'm trying to have a nice dinner on the patio. We go out for 10 freaking seconds and I'm freaking bit up from my ankles all the way to my thigh. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet down pee. <laughs> oh man, that's not good. So, I don't I don't know what to do about these freaking mosquitoes, dude. They're a new strain. It's not like these normal mosquitoes. They're freaking tiny. You can't even see them. You're sitting outside. All of a sudden, dude, just smacking, smacking yourself all over. What the freak is going on, dude? Mosquitoes everywhere. It's what the heck? Dude, I took Lauren. <laughs> I to take oh, to the, dude, I don't know. They're tiny. You can't see them. They're like they're like fleas. Even they're like, worse. 
They're like fleas on a crack, though. <laughs> so, what are these? So, what do these things come from? Do we know I have yet? no idea. I don't know. I Other saw them in the pit of hell. Okay, so these things first started. I started noticing I, my fight against these things started about maybe a couple years ago. Okay, this is when I was first introduced to these things, and I had heard. Remember, I, I follow a lot of conspiracy theorists, so somebody oh, had said that they came from China. Of course they did. <laughs> that they were um, illegally um, shipping like uh, plants here from China that weren't oh, man. that weren't supposed to go through the government, the, whatever the whatever that's called, um, customs and stuff like that, right? And yeah. those plants were carrying these mosquitoes. So I don't know how true that is. I also saw an article said they were from Australia. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. Anything so, that's very and lethal in bug form, it, it, it has some kind of tie to Australia. Yeah. Australia's got so, like the craziest deadly animals. That makes more sense. The now, as a, con as a conservative, I will blame China for this. <laughs> but as a just, logical human being, who are you going to blame? Think, I think this is terrorism. I think it's terrorism, Duffy. <laughs> we have a serious problem. I don't know if I can't be the only one, dude. I don't know if it's a wittier problem, but dude, you cannot step your butt outside without getting bit. It's crazy, dude. Man, I'd rather take bad? my chances. I'd rather take my chances with our old school mosquitoes that carry West Nile. <laughs> I can see them. They're huge. They don't like <gasps> eat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These new freaking mosquitoes, dude. I don't know what the heck is going on with these, these these guys. They will stand any bug spray. I don't know. They're producing like crazy, dude. Uh, they, I was reading somewhere that they don't even need a large body of water like the other mosquitoes. Oh, shoot. Like, they, they just go, need a little pool. Like, a capsized pool of water is what they need. To breed. How do we stop that? Tip over all your caps, dry them out. Dude, it's... I, I have I haven't found I have not found a cure yet, but I have found something to fight them. Yeah. Peppermint. Oh. For some reason, good thing, Lauren. Good thing Christmas is coming around. Yeah. Well, Lauren Lauren's like into like um, essential oils and stuff like that. Yeah. So she has that peppermint oil. So we started rubbing it on our legs and our arms when we go outside. We don't get bit. So you guys run around smelling like candy canes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a price to pay. For a nice dinner outside in the patio. <laughs> so my next, yeah. my next thought is I think I'm gonna try, you know, the diffusers for the oils. They shoot out the oil stuff. Yeah, this, little, the mist. Little thinking of putting, thinking about putting those outside. Hmm. Yeah, normally you put out like a candle for bugs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try putting out a diffuser with a bunch of peppermint oil. And see if that works. That might work. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I can't be the only one that's being attacked by these freaking mosquitoes, dude. It's out of control. And then I think, I'm pretty sure, like, my family's, like, allergic to mosquitoes because every time they get bit, they get, like, these huge welts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's not, dude, this is not a normal mosquito bite, bro. This is something, I don't know. I don't How know How big what's does it swell up? Last time I took Lauren to the emergency room. Oh, shoot. She had to get a hydrocortisone. Oh, that's and, not good. Yeah, I have pictures. I, I'll maybe if she lets me. 
Instagram. Dude, it looked like she had like some kind of virus or something, dude. It was oh, that geez. big. Huh? Like hives or worse? Dude, it was like a giant welt. Like her whole leg was swollen and it looked bruised. Oh, shoot. From these mosquitoes. Yeah. So, anybody out there? So far, I, I can only tell you peppermint seems to work. Peppermint, peppermint oil. Yeah. If you want to buy some, my wife sells doTERRA. There you <laughs> uh, go. <from> her. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, dude, this stuff. That's the only thing I know that works is essential peppermint oil. So far. It fights them off. I honestly feel like I'm getting bit right now, Dumpy. <laughs> and you're inside. I'm starting to get itchy. I'm outside. Look. Are you outside? Yeah, I'm at the White House. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All you over there is you. Well, it feels like summer over here, so that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, so we'll see how they do in the in the winter. Yeah, hopefully. Well, the five books says they could survive the winter, and it's I supposed to rain can. this weekend. I think they can. I think I think the winter is when they're they brought really their winter sleep. coats. Because, dude, I know all summer, dude, I have been getting destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah, somehow we've spent most of our time indoors. Somehow my ankles are still all jacked up. I don't know how. From the mosquitoes? Yeah. Like, we were outside, like, going on our walks and stuff like that. I had high, I had my tube socks on, everything just to keep my legs protected, put the lotion on. I still have bites around my ankles. I have no idea how these suckers get through, but they found a way. Dude. We got big problems, America. We got big problems. And they come in little sizes. Yeah. Well, so, if 2020 wasn't enough. Dude, I'm telling you, these freaking mosquitoes. Everybody's worried about murder hornets? No. No. It's these damn mosquitoes. Yeah. The murder hornets, everybody had their heads up about them. That word murder got them. But when you just say mosquito, eh, they're not that bad. No, these things are bad, dude. They're bad. There doesn't seem to be a way that dude, nobody's even talking about it, dude. What the heck? Cynics and Saints, breaking news. You can only get the real talk from Cynics and Saints podcast. Yep. This is hard journalism. Journalism. At its best. So, guys, if you want, if you're feeling what I'm feeling, I'm telling you, peppermint oil, just rub it all over your body. Rub it all over your legs and your arms. It's working. So, yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to do to find them. We gotta go after the we gotta go after the the colony but we can't even find it we don't even know where they're coming from jeez so you gotta find the queen i don't know man it's rough out there yeah I, I know i can't be the only one dude Our, my family cannot be the only ones getting eaten by mosquitoes dude <laughs> dude well if, if you're dealing with this let us know what techniques you're using what tricks you're using <laughs> Luke's using peppermint candy canes, trying to oil. fight them off. Peppermint, peppermint oil, oil to fight them oil. off. It's working. Yeah, slather yourself off. in toothpaste, whatever you got to do. Oh, yeah. There you go. Put toothpaste on your neck. Dude, I'm going to start drinking Listerine, dude. Let it come through <laughs> my pores. Just let it permeate. <laughs> you take a bite, try to take a bite, and they're gone. <laughs> so there's there's got to be something like... They have, I'm surprised they haven't invented like some kind of lotion that they try to bite you and like it inject some kind of like poison or something and then that's fine. Dude, I didn't hear one. How long has this uh, presidential campaign been going on? Well, this one specifically? Like July, at least like four months, three, four months? Not one senator, not one congressman, 
not one mayor, city councilman, presidential candidate. Nobody is School bringing principal. up. Nobody. I'm getting from no one. Nobody's talking about these damn mosquitoes. Dude, if, if, if Kamala Heretic came out and said, I have a cure for these mosquitoes, I would back her. <laughs> would I would you back her right mind? now. <laughs> I would. In a heartbeat. She said, yeah. I have I have the vaccine. I have the cure for these dang mosquitoes that are running around Dude, torturing somebody, everybody. Somebody freaking DM Dr. Fauci right now and tell him to get on this. <laughs> you can wait. So, somebody tag him. We need get a, him on the horn. We'll get Dr. Fauci on the horn next time. See what yeah. he's doing about these mosquitoes. You guys are worried about lockdowns. We need the lockdown from these mosquitoes. Yeah. Well, dude, so. I, when the from the article you had sent me, dude, that's wild. The fact that so, as far as it goes with trying to control these uh, mosquito populations, so there's about 8.1 million residents kind of in the LA county-ish area. Well, not probably LA County, probably a lot more than that, but at least within like the greater Los Angeles area. The region. Yeah, 8.1 million people. There's 140, 140, 140 people that are running around all over the greater Los Angeles area to try to control these mosquito populations. 140 people. How are there so few people running around trying to figure out how do we keep people safe and keep them from getting malaria and different kinds of things? Yeah. But it's not even on people. That's that's nothing, bro. That's we need to cut the school schools budget. Give it to these guys. <laughs> no, dude, we need to take cut the school budget. Money. Cut the school budget. Cut the homeless shelters down. <laughs> we need it. We need to stop welfare. All that money needs to go to the mosquito fight. <laughs> <laughs> Reform. <laughs> Defund, defund the police for these uh, mosquitoes. <laughs> if it was for the really mosquitoes, mean. if it was for the mosquitoes, I would be on that. I would be on that. <laughs> Get Jackie Lacey on it. So, I don't know if she's still being voted in, but dude, we need to save Americans' angles. <laughs> Is there any greater threat to American public life than the mosquito? Dude, this, these, there, it's not just the mosquito. That's the thing. Is it's some kind of hybrid mosquito. Dude, honestly, I don't know. How many more people must suffer? Dude, I can't take it. Nights, it's it's cutting down on American worker productivity, having to scratch these ankles in the middle of the night. You're not getting sleep. You're having to buy up, you're having to waste money on um, what's that? uh, Calamine lotion to trying to settle it down, trying to use aloe, trying to get this peppermint oil. Yeah, I keep having to buy all these essential oils. Yep. Shoot. It's hurting the American workers. So it's hurting really small get... businesses. All these restaurants yep. that have to have people eat outside, out there robbing, getting bit. <laughs> robbing the middle class. Can't even have a good time. Nope. Nope. We all, uh, Newsom moved us all outdoors, just ran us into these mosquitoes. That's, dude. Mm. Yeah, we got somebody got to find a way to control these things with some kind of like sonic <laughs> ray gun <laughs> in the air. <laughs> And send them all to Gavin Newsom's house. <laughs> the whole swarm. The whole lot. Yeah, so you find out he lives in Whittier. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. The guy, where does that guy live? He lives somewhere beautiful. I don't beautiful, know, probably somewhere like gorgeous. Some, somewhere up there in the suburbs. Nice, yeah. beautiful house. Well, that's my uh, that's my hot talk. Right, there you go. You cleared your mind. For the episode. Got it out of my system. Somebody out there, if you guys have a solution, 
I haven't found a way to, to stop them. I just found a way to repel them. So, <laughs> I don't know. If anybody else has an answer, let us know. This is this is on election, the day after election, 2020. Decision. <laughs> Decision 2020. Make what America mosquito-free again. There we go. There we go. So, go. guys, let us know. This is crazy. If you're... Fight. Somebody knows something that we don't. There's a war going know. on out there. And we're losing. War. war for our, our skin. <laughs> They're not just getting uh, into your skin. They're getting under your skin. Literally. Taking your blood. How many more must suffer with scratchy ankles, itchy ankles? <laughs> on the backs of our forefathers. <laughs> our ankles. <laughs> The foreskins of our forefathers. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Had to suffer. <laughs> How many ankles? How many cankles? <laughs> yeah, so guys, anybody got any um, any solution, let us know. Yeah. Oh, and I'm just good. a heads up, if you hit the buzzing in the back, it's not your phone. It's not something weird. Your headphones going on. It's bees. It's the enemy. Yeah. It's the enemy. Yeah. Down, the but devil, not out. The devil comes in many forms, Dumpy. Or maybe it's the Lord. Lord used some locusts in Egypt. There you go. Maybe there he's. You go. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I think our next one we'll we'll do some more uh, religion talk because uh, been uh, been beefing with the Bible some more. Yeah. Yeah, I've been oh, reading okay. Job, so. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll put a yeah, question we'll out that. there, do and it. then we'll see. Well, I don't even know if it's a question because here's my thing. Yeah, and a lot of people will give me a lot of a lot of guff for this, mm -hmm. and it's about God answering prayer. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, I don't know in these times and days if God's really in the answering our prayer business anymore, mm. and not and not in a. I don't want to sound like bitter. It's not like who hurt you kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's more of like, dude, to me. The biggest miracles already happened. Jesus already did it. We have the Bible. We have everything we need. According to First Peter, I don't remember the exact scripture, but he has given us everything we need to. The life and godliness. There you go. Boom. So I think we, we got it all. You know, I think prayer is more. I feel like it's more of like a. Um, almost like a spiritual exercise, you hmm. know, to help build you up as a person, as a spiritual person, strengthen your mind and your spirit. And I don't know. So I don't so even know think, if that's a question. You thinking it's less about trying to summon the genie to do, to do your bidding. Exactly. I think it's more of uh, I think it's just more of just a way for us to kind of strengthen ourselves, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's wrong. Well, That's yeah, wrong. we'll definitely talk about it for next time because. Kind of sounds it, like heresy, but. Uh, no, no, definitely not. Because it, it does call into the question is what first, what is prayer? And second, what is prayer meant to do? Which I think mm. for a lot of us, especially being Pentecostals, we're only really taught one way to pray. And that's usually petition, asking God for things. Exactly. We're not really taught prayers of repentance. We're not really taught prayers of lament. We're not really taught. Um, even with petitions, like what we're usually taught is to 
kind of you're you'll remember this well that you have to be specific with god because he has to know what you want oh yeah otherwise god's not going to give it to you yeah specifics yeah so you got to name it i want a 2022 uh give me that bmw black black leather seats with the sound system like everything call it out call it down and then you'll see it manifested before you and so again like you're saying i think one of the things that you're coming into conflict with is this idea is that uh possibly thinking that maybe god's not a genie after all where again you kind of summon them like um when you say dear lord or dear heavenly father like if you're writing a letter and it's the Mm, and he appears or you ring the bell the ring the spiritual bell and all of a sudden god appears asking uh what how can i do thine bidding today like if he's waiting on us like a butler um so yeah we could definitely talk about that because especially it's interesting i'll again we'll, we'll talk about this next time but especially in the antebellum south you have prayers that are being written one by slave owners and then by slaves all right we get it you're woke no 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 but i'm saying but that's not what i'm saying but what i'm trying to say is the content of prayers whose prayers get answered when the when the masters are praying hey god make my slaves more obedient and bless me with more and you have these slaves praying for freedom increase my tent yeah (laughs) essentially who who does god answer yeah exactly i i um you have prayers up i always kind of Use the illustration of sports. Mm-hmm. So sports. We didn't even get into sports, Dumpy. Now nah, we'll do that next time. There's a lot more spin on yeah. election and music and stuff. LaFraud James, I'm coming for you. Just know that. <laughs> uh, um, dude. Yeah, see, that's that's another reason why I know prayer doesn't work. Because how many times I prayed for him to get hurt and he didn't? <laughs> you prayed for him to get sick and he didn't? But no, I always, I always use sports. So, mm-hmm. you know, you think about both teams praying before a game. You know, you got one team saying, God, help us win this game. You got mm-hmm. the other team saying, God, help us win this game. What's he supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's, uh, I think he hears our prayers. I just don't think he wants to answer them because he knows what's mm-hmm. best for us. So, yeah you know because yeah see i shouldn't have opened this can of worms now no i mean he's saying this is a preview for next time because it again it does bring up really good questions especially during a time of pandemic of what is prayer meant to do and what's it what's it for what's it good for during times like pandemics when we're seeing things just go from bad to worse Mm. um and no matter how many times we pray what we pray for it just seems like dude just stuff keeps happening um and so i think yeah no i think it's definitely a good time i actually talked about this maybe like a month or so ago um we were doing a little like webinar type deal and i was talking about that um but i think there is something definite to rethinking how prayer is meant to form us that we can pray rightly and not just people who start coming up to god asking let me uh tugging on the jacket like he's daddy warbucks asking for some change yeah whatever he has so yeah Um, yeah so if you guys have questions about prayer the next episode dm us let us know mm-hmm. um and we'll we'll try to answer them too because uh shout out to all the guys at work that i go to bible study with this came up during the bible study nice and i i told them how i felt and they said wait so does that mean this whole time you're just trying to make us feel good <laughs> <laughs> i said uh, yeah pretty much <laughs>
so um but yeah so it's uh something we we will talk about next time because uh especially in these times and days company times and days you know um yeah there's people yeah we'll get into it because i got a lot to say especially when it comes to, like healing and stuff like that you know that's yeah. where I, especially I, I haven't seen what you've seen both for oh, better dude. and for worse like my eyes dumpy <laughs> so um yeah, yeah this was this was a good episode hopefully it brought a little bit of a little bit of normalcy to you guys um it's crazy right now yeah it's a crazy time um i don't know what's gonna happen i told i made a deal with lauren if joe biden wins we're moving to texas so <laughs> no joke we started looking at uh, fort worth so yeah um well, you know, the, just fun fact, Texas is getting more democratic as a heads up. I know. Well, because all the Californians are moving over there. That's why. Yeah. Freaking Joe Rogan and his flock. <laughs> you could blame Joe Rogan for converting people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but I told her that, I don't know. We It's a lot cheaper. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Dude, we had some friends that they got a super nice house. I think it was like four bedrooms like two and a half baths i think it was like 300 or 350 grand something crazy like that outside of houston dumb so dumb yeah it's crazy we we're looking at fort worth and for what we can afford we can basically get a mansion but what are you talking how many beds and baths <laughs> like six bedrooms like Jeez. four bathrooms <laughs> on 15 acres with a ranch in the back yeah dude it's crazy like we live in living large over there broken skull ranch and i get to keep my uh, guns everywhere <laughs> dirt bikes think, can you carry them around over there i think it's open carry yeah see i need i, I mean i'm gonna look like poncho Villa if i move over there don't be got <laughs> those must, two bullet straps little, cutting across must, my chest <laughs> a little mustache running around <laughs> so um yeah we'll get into that um really like we said this is we do this for you guys so you guys can get through your day Here's some good, some good talk, whether it's politics, Bible talk, just mm-hmm. some fun music talk. Um, and it's a good excuse for me to talk to Donkey. <laughs> Never get to yep. talk to him anymore. Uh, so he's too busy being married. Dude, picked it, picking up that second job, I actually ended up letting it go. But we'll talk about that for next time because, yeah, there's been some updates on the forefront that's kept us busy. So we apologize for the delay, but life is, life is being life right now. There's not enough to deal with. There's always more. Something on yeah. the back half. So, yeah, I'm back at work too. So, Jeez. it's about to be peak season, Christmas time for us. It's gonna get crazy. Yeah. Word of, word of advice to everybody out there coming from the guy in the industry: start Christmas shopping now, because <laughs> there's probably not a guarantee that you're gonna get your items on time this year. Yeah. I'm just putting. It, I'm just putting it out there. That's just one guy's yeah. opinion. You wanna you doing, wanna rent the place you work for? I don't know if I can, but everybody kind of already knows. Yeah. So, HDS. So <laughs> Ace Ventura well, worked for. There you go. <laughs> HDS. HDS coming through. But yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I would say start start shopping now, guys, because yeah, it, the way people no, there's no malls open. You know, the malls are really nothing's open anymore. Everything's online right now with yep. covid um i don't know we're gonna come up with some some stuff too because i know there's people out there that are probably not even gonna have a good christmas this year so uh 
Cynics and Saints. We'll try to figure out some kind of something okay. we can do. Toy drive or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So I already told my kids every holiday now you guys are going to go Thanksgiving. You're going to a soup kitchen. Nice. Christmas, Christmas, you're handing out toys because they got it too damn good. <laughs> there you go, dude. <laughs> I already told them, dude. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Learn. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to go there because it's crazy. But we'll yeah, say, we'll say that for another clear in your head. Yeah. We, we got a whole month of December to talk about that stuff. So. <laughs> the peak season and tis the season. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, guys, we just care about everybody. Um, I hope everybody mentally is doing okay. If you're not, like we, we always say at the end of this podcast, hit us up, DM us. Reach out. Um, reach out. Touch somebody. <laughs> be there for somebody. It's it's a crazy time to be to be an American. That's for damn sure. Um, yep. You know, between the COVID and the election and unemployment and everything that's going on, Cynics and Saints podcast. We're here for you guys. We love you guys. We hope that you guys are going to be okay. If you don't have anybody, reach out to us. Like I always say, I'm always down to get some coffee. As long as you pay, I'm there. <laughs> if you're yeah. on unemployment, if you're on unemployment, you only have to pay half. <laughs> I get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But no, for sure. Like you guys, you guys need anybody to talk to. We're here. Um, you guys need any resources? We'd love to help. Mm-hmm. Saints, Saints podcast. That's what we do. We're a community. We're a church. We're being the church. There you, you go. Know, we're not. We're not going to take your money and go build a building. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want one. Yeah, that's true too. We don't. Yeah. I just want. I just want a six six bedroom house. <laughs> <laughs> in the suburbs of, uh, of uh, Fort Worth. Yeah, dude. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Don P. Any last words for everybody out there? Yeah, no, just that if whatever you're going through right now, it doesn't last forever, um, for better and for worse, um, that especially right now, like it gets very easy to kind of just, I know I've been having to push myself a little bit more to do this, but just take some time, uh, whether it's five, 10, 15 minutes, just to be able to reflect on the things that you're grateful for. Um, that's one of, the, one of the things my therapist actually has me doing more of now to, again, to break some of that. I uh, know the, the name of the show is Cynics and Saints, but to break um, some of the destructive cynicism. Um, there's a good kind of cynicism that's kind of asking more questions and thought-provoking, um, but there's also a kind of destructive form. And I think that's the kind of thing that we need to be um, we need to be aware of that we, we can fall into. And that's one of the things that gratitude does a lot to be able to uh, fight against. And so, yeah, if, if that's you and you're really struggling right now and you're having a really hard time, just even finding one thing that you're grateful for. I have a list right here on my desk that I keep it. I need to, I look at it every day. Um, eight thing, eight signs that let you know you're doing well in life. And the number one is having a roof over your head. Number two, having access to clean water. Um, and again, two things that even in America go down the street, not a lot of people have. And so yeah. being grateful for those kinds of things that like when we turn on the tab, clean, I'll be with a lot of chemicals in it, but it's still cleaner water than what a lot of people have around the world. So um, yeah. again, that the things that we, not just about what we have, but um, again, also of, of who we are and um, the fact that very likely that you ate something today, um, that you have a bed to sleep in, some blankets. Again, just the really, really, really simple things right now to be grateful for that. Again, just take the time to be uh, to have 
some gratitude and to reflect and be able to realize that there's more than go going on than just the the hellfire and brimstone that we're seeing around us so yeah so just just take the time to to be grateful for those things there you go you heard it there from the divine master himself there you go so, yeah, well, I mean, we've always said it. I've always heard it my whole life. You know, as long as there's breath in your lungs, there's hope for your life. So, there you go. Guys, every day waking up is a blessing on its own. Um, yeah, this is this has been fun. I don't. I know we, you guys probably were hoping for a little more politics, but that's not what we need right now. Yeah, give you what you, you know? need. Not always what you want. Yeah, things are so divided. Just I will say this though, Don P. Mm. I do have beef with this. I don't know how you, you're well, you're the divine master, so you're a little more level-headed when it comes to this kind of stuff. Mm. But anybody that posts anything that says if you support Donald Trump, unfriend me. <laughs> I wish I could slap you in the face. I really could. I really could. It's such a stupid thing, you know. Um, it's crazy. And it goes the other way, too. Like, there's people, conservatives, that, you know, if you're, if you support socialism, then, I don't know, you're not my friend or whatever. Yeah. But, like, dude, we can't, we can't let this divide each other. Um, we gotta be there for one another, dude. You know, everybody's, this is America. Everybody's allowed to think what they want politically. It's a great thing about this country. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, dude, I don't know. I just, I see those posts and I just can't believe it. Like, ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It really is. Wild. It's disgusting. So, um, if that's you, I don't know. God help you. I hope you Brief. can vote. <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, you need prayer that Don P is going to explain to us next, next episode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Saints, Saints Podcast. Myself, Luke, Divine Master Don P. There you go. We're out of here. We love you guys. Stay classy. There you go. And as a reminder. <laughs> we dog. We dog. There you go. <laughs> what did you say? Just breathe. Oh, oh breathe. breathe, dog. Okay. Breathe, I didn't, dog. I didn't yeah, no. Take a breath. Take a breath. Be grateful. Chill. Put your shoulders down. Yeah. I've, I've had to do that in the past couple of weeks, too. Yeah. Um, when I get really stressed out, my eyes start switching a lot. My yeah. left eye gets, like, really bad, where it's just, like, crazy, dude. It's like a crazy tick. Yeah. And so I've just... Around. Yeah, I've just been breathing a lot of breathing going on right now. Yeah. So, so breathe. As Denzel said, breathe, dog. Breathe, dog. Breathe, dog. Yes. Yeah, so just take, yeah, a take some time. Take take a breath. Make sure you're doing it with the mask on if you're outside. Yeah. <laughs> or find an open space. Nobody's around. Yeah. But yeah. Take yeah. a breath. Go go um, walk the dog. Take the dog yeah. doggy for a walk. Start writing in a journal. Write in a journal. Um, I know that's helped me out a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, my uh, my therapist got me into creative writing again. There you cool. go. Um, so, you know, doing that. Um, write a journal. Even if you talk to yourself, who cares? Just don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> just don't answer back. You can talk to yourself while you want to. Just don't answer back. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
you're the best you're the best preacher you'll ever hear there you go you know you're the most influential preacher you'll you'll ever hear preach to yourself so yep. you know just preach good things since the saints will preach to you as much as we can there you go you got the divine master here music major <laughs> there you go all right here we go cynics and saints podcast <laughs> here you go now we out peace We're out of here.